program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 28. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones. With less than 60 days to the election, we turn our eyes to the burgeoning death cult that has sprung up within the Republican Party. What is behind the bizarre lies pushed about coronavirus or the sudden infatuation with a new civil war from Republican apparatchiks? What's the game? How do they benefit from endangering their entire voting bloc or sowing fear? We'll try our best to make sense of it in our feature. And if Republican death cults have you scratching your head, then don't even bother looking up because whatever is flying through the skies above LAX will leave you with more questions than answers. We'll tell you all about it in our What in the Weird segment at the end of the show. With that, I'm joined by the vexatious litigant herself, Tiwi. And because Tiwi has used the courts to force him to appear, whether he likes it or not, I'm also joined by <laughs> Steven Jackson, a.k.a. Jax, a.k.a. Mr. Glasses. Tiwi, how is life? Um, awesome. I have some kind of pain thing in my shoulder. Actually, it just makes me feel really old. I'm old. Oh, also, I had a birthday, so I actually am older. Yeah, just a lot. Headline, headline. <laughs> Woman gets old. Yep. Starts feeling pain. Yep. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the show, by the way. I know that you were kind of hit and miss there. Um, yeah. and, and then I think I lured you in with the, the promise of salacious pop gossip. <laughs> I love pop gossip. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's my weakness. It is. Uh, and I hope you have a lot to say about it. So, uh, Jax, how are you? Doing great. Yeah. It was funny watching that sort of unfold because she's like, no, I can't record. No. <laughs> Not, I can't. I'm, I'm just. Well, I mean, if you put it that way, I can record. Yeah. Like, I'm not that. I'm not hurting that much. Yeah, it was hilarious. So, yeah, doing well. well yeah, good, good. So, my, a question to the group: uh, Have you have you started setting up for Halloween yet? No. no. Well, but I also never just... set up for Halloween. Same. Oh, oh, okay. So two heretics. I'm sorry. I thought. Thought you were normal folks. Okay, no, no. No, yeah. we set up here at the uh, the house over here. We're already set up the interior of the house because we have two layers. Of course, there's the the outdoor layer, and then there's the interior layer of of decorations. Right. And so, so last weekend, uh, me and Green, Charlie Goodshoes, and I, we dressed up the house. But it looks beautiful. Isn't the the lady friend? Um, she's like a big Halloween booster. She is. I would say, I mean, overall, uh, more than any human being I've ever known, um, she loves to decorate. Uh, I mean, there's really only only two holidays she decorates for, Halloween and Christmas. But uh, she, when, when she decorates, she just takes it to that next level. It's a, it's a, it's a necessary thing. Right. It's kind of Which fun. I like. Yeah. I love, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday, too. I literally don't celebrate it. Oh, God. at all? <laughs> no. It's so much what about, fun. <laughs> yeah. What about HB? You have to celebrate it. He has never celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You're gonna be one of those families that just the scary family that just never comes out for Halloween. Actually, yeah, they but... they stopped celebrating uh, Halloween in the schools because it's like not inclusive. 
How the fuck is this not inclusive? It's about candy because and being a monster. Not everyone it's, it's, can afford a costume. Oh my god! Yes, you don't have. That's the whole point of Halloween. You don't have to pay to make a costume. You just it's your imagination. Be anything you want to be. I, I, I put on a jacket one year and I was a fighter pilot. <laughs> exactly. I remember years after years, I, I would just tell tell our parents, uh, buy me all black and I'll be Luke Skywalker from uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. And that's what I was. And that's, I mean, all, all you do is wear all black. And that's, and so then you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm now I'm Luke Skywalker. I just don't support this heathen Halloween. It's also about monsters too. If anything, it's inclusive of it's it's the one celebration of outsiders those those people that we usually throw rocks at. Now we're bringing them in. We're like we're celebrating their existence. Yes, the monsters you have worth too. I guess it's so good. It's such a good ha- ha- holiday. I mean, you get a you get a handful of terrible, scary movies into the theater that you yep. can like sit next to your buddy oh, and like, oh god, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and then uh, I don't know, like scare kids. It's fantastic. Like scared. Oh god. I like pumpkin yeah. patches, but that's more fall. Now that's a Halloween thing. I mean, I guess, but I try to, I think of it more as fall, like a fall so, thing. Wait, are, I mean, this is, I mean, this is kind of enraging me. So like, <laughs> uh, wh- do you have a fall pumpkin? Like, do you buy a pumpkin yeah. and just put it outside for fall? <laughs> yes. You don't, you don't cut eyes into it and make it into no. a jack-o'-lantern? No. You just, just have like, the pumpkin. Uh, uh, a gourd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're you're one of those people that actually buys the long squash too, and like sets it up next to the the uncut pumpkin. Don't, how, don't, how, how, I'm not a cornucopia person. How many pennies do you buy uh, before October 31st to give to children when they come to your house? <laughs> we turn our lights off. <laughs> oh my. God. My partner never um, lets me not buy candy. Like he always makes us buy candy, so we end up with. But like, then you turn the lights off. <laughs> um, we end up at around like nine turning the lights off. Yeah, so then we just end up with a ton of like terrible candy, which then I take to work and give away. I'm just appalled. I, I just don't. I mean, like this is a huge revelation. I mean, I feel disgusted to have invited you. There's on just the show. like nothing. I don't know. I just. I feel like I used to go to like Halloween parties in my twenties. It's not even the, close to the same thing. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I just don't really care about Halloween. God, you're the worst. Trust yeah, me, yeah. I like a lot of my friends are really, really big into Halloween, and like actually, one of my good friends was t- asking me what my son was going to be for Halloween. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a little boy. normal little boy because it's just another day but also like where i live it's just like a bunch of like naysayers so well obviously i live here too so um (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're the biggest naysayer (laughs) you're the grumpy old woman that's always talking about her pain (laughs) i think a lot of people like drive to like the town and they have like halloween things like they don't do a lot of house to house stuff here Wow, I used to I used to like Seattle. Now you're not really painting a great picture. It's horrible. Anyway, they go to events, Halloween events, because it, it's like not safe. I guess I don't know. People are like weird. Uh, it's all you disgusting people. Ugh, I just yeah, I said all you, all <laughs> you in Seattle. I'm judging you. This far off topic is judging Seattle. 
at least one third of one third of far off topic. You is. and Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's good company. That's good company. The next the next president of the United States and me. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, that was a good digression about how terrible you are at Halloween. Uh, let's move on to our feature conversation. Uh, this one comes to us via a new segment I'm calling Downward Trends. Hey, we've got a problem here. I got a bad feeling about this. I have an emergency. We've got multiple caution and warning. Brace for impact. I originally came up with this off-the-wall conspiracy of the Trump extinction agenda, which I had posted on Reddit. I think immediately after, or a couple days after, we kind of talked about this on one of the previous shows about how to get people to wear masks, conservatives, how to get conservatives to wear masks. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I spent way too much time on this conspiracy <laughs> theory, and I, 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 I wrote it up, and then I had all these bullet points proving that, you know, and the broad strokes of it is, is that Trump is actually a secret Democrat and he's trying to kill conservatives by, con- con- you know, convincing them not to wear masks. And then I had all these bullet points proving that he was a, a Democrat <laughs> and he's, he's working in cahoots with the Dem- with Biden to get him in. So that's why he's spiking the ball on, on trying to get elected. He's just not, he's not even trying. Um, didn't take. Didn't, not not too many. Not, no no one no one really thought. Oh wow, you you've got a great great thing going on here. Um, I really thought I did. I thought I had something mm-hmm. some gold there. At least good storytelling. But yeah, no one was no one was really impressed. You give it time. Give it time. Right. But my idea has since matured, and now I think I just uh, the the aim was just a little bit off. It's it, it's not that Trump is a secret Democrat. He's actually just like a secret cult leader, like a, a Jim Jones death cult charlatan. And uh, his huge thing is to basically I don't know. I think that maybe internally he knows that this thing's going down, and uh, he just wants to take everyone with him. You know, like here's some Kool Aid. Just like let's all go to heaven together. Yeah. I'm, uh, I heard a hilarious like little comparison that the Democratic National Convention was like Heaven's Gate and the Republican National Convention was Jonestown. Uh, Like (laughs) just they're both cultists and uh, Trump is um, leading his people to the Kool-Aid in some far off jungle. Right. I'm just surprised that they're taking it so badly. So like so. On the rundown, I, I brought up the the Herman Cain thing. That so Herman Cain died of COVID nineteen, and uh, a few weeks or a few weeks later, his Twitter account mysteriously turns on and starts shilling for like the anti coronavirus folks. It's basically saying that it's a hoax, and I'm just thinking. What? Like, like <laughs> most likely, whoever has control of this account knew Herman Cain. You know, like they they knew him. Like they they may have been a family member, and they got a hold of the Twitter account, and then that now they're just per, just continuing to chill this death cult message for the benefit of Donald Trump. Clearly, despite the fact that their family member who who followed him into death. Um, yeah, it, you know, like, he, he died of the corona- coronavirus. So I, I, just, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, why wouldn't you go the opposite way? Why wouldn't you be very, very angry that your grandfather or your dad, brother, he killed himself for Donald Trump? And you should be angry about that and go the opposite way. Instead, that's not the case. Yeah. 
I mean, it just tells you what people do for followers. <laughs> you, you think it's just, you're just trying to get more followers on a Twitter account? <laughs> I think they're just like, man, we can't give up this like following we have. Let's use it. I mean, it, it, I I don't know that it's even necessarily that. It's just an admission of being wrong. And so they they won't admit that they're wrong. Like that's been the playbook since the 90s when they're just not wrong. So except he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's kind of hard to like deny you're wrong at that point. I mean, you know, I, I you're absolutely right. But they will. That reminds me, Jax, of the guy we used to work with, uh, Shepard. Yeah. Who would his was I think you were telling me like his number one like number one rule is never admit you're wrong, um and he, he would go to like these absurd lengths like you'd have him dead to rights and he's like nope that wasn't me nope that wasn't me that's exactly like gaslighting yeah. and hundred <laughs> percent and it works so like Does if it? you tell I mean if somebody catches you in a lie and you're like nope I wasn't lying okay I mean like what's the end what's the end uh, result at that point. <laughs> Like play the recording. Yeah, wasn't lying. Nope. Nope. (laughs) One line. Yeah, eventually you just batter people's will down enough where you're like, all right, uh, fine, fine, whatever. (laughs) Move on. And now that guy's president. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Well, so then then you have this story: White House COVID advisor advocating controversial herd immunity approach. Talking points writes. Scott Atlas, a new member of the White House's COVID-19 task force, is reportedly pushing President Donald Trump to combat the coronavirus with the herd immunity strategy, which requires allowing mass infections to bloom throughout the country uninhibited. The Washington Post reported that Atlas, who joined the team this month and reportedly refers to himself as the anti-Dr. Fauci, has advocated this strategy, which would fulfill Trump's desperate push to lift social distancing guidelines to potentially save the economy and therefore bolster his chances of re-election in November. And I feel like right there, that's it. Like that, that that's the, the, the death cult mentality right there in its purest form. They Because uh, the other question I always had was, why didn't the Republicans just take the win? Like they were handed a clear victory by any other normal person who was in that office. If, if it wasn't Donald Trump, whose brain was melted by the chronomachy, um, they would have clearly seen this is their chance to take control of all of the government yeah. for decades. Right. You have this global pandemic. All you had to do was lead. All That's all you had to do. You just had to take some tough steps in the beginning. You maybe had to close things down and keep them closed. You had to do real strong shit. You had to get there on the podium and you'd, you'd yell at the American people and say, this is for America. And you'd throw flags up and it's easy. It was easy. And they didn't do it. Like they just, they, they, I, don't, I just don't get it. Like they, for the short term kind of Wall Street bullshit goal. They're sociopaths. They don't, I feel like they literally don't care if people are dead around them. They don't care if their families die. They don't care if Herman Cain dies. They don't care if any of them die. It's just about themselves. They have zero right. empathy. Herman which, was just a good you know, martyr. Which is true for Wall Street. I mean, I think it's been said that, like, to be successful, you have to be pretty, you know, cold-hearted. So, I think that's just, this is a group of those people. Well, I I, don't, I mean, I would go even further. I think that just to be successful in business requires that you need to be making, like, some really cold-blooded decisions. Um, and that these guys get that, and that's what they're, and I think a lot of just American 
uh, values, yeah. or m- current values, celebrate that kind of mentality of just being tough and, yeah. you know, and not really, you know, getting rid of empathy, getting really, not really caring about like the, the touchy feely parts of humanity. Just talk, think about success as in money and, you know, how much, how much money you can accumulate personally, um, which is a measure of, of true greatness, uh, despite how that affects anyone else in the, in the country. Can I really say that the Democrats are any different though? I mean, I feel like they kept it just, a. Uh, in the brashness and maybe the outward projection, they're better at. They're more like sociopaths it. for like imperialism, but I don't think that they overtly go towards their own citizens as much. Like I think they know they like they're strategists. They they think it through a little bit better. I, I feel like if you're gonna say apples and oranges, they're both sociopaths. But the people who would have understood the obvious, uh, you know, golden moment handed to them by the coronavirus, this pandemic, the Democrats would have understood this. Oh shit, we can we can lead forever now. We can have a a generational democratic monopoly on power if we just do this right and uh i mean it sort of would work and sort of wouldn't because uh you can't lead republicans anywhere um if it's i mean you can lead them over a cliff if you're a republican but if you're a democrat doesn't always work but i think you would have gotten enough people to uh sign on that i think bush did it bush like he's terrible and he was able to well i guess he was getting Democrats, not Republicans. Right. See, (laughs) (laughs) and it was a war, um, which is a a little different because there really is no more personal sacrifice uh, for the country or national sacrifice for the country. It becomes a personal sacrifice of families, individual families all across the country scattered here and there. Um, But it's no longer... You know, we don't have like all the men going over to war and women just going and riveting airplanes anymore. Uh, So it's war for them is just kind of a gimme. It's just like, oh, look, fun. I can wear a flag all day and put a pin on my fucking lapel and look, I'm a general or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm a war leader or a war commander. What do they call it? Supporter. <laughs> no, the uh, the wartime commander. That's oh, right, right, right. Wartime uh, president. Wartime president. Well, they are trying to replicate the whole mission accomplished scene. <laughs> Did you see the the past tense RNC COVID discussion? I don't remember who the guy was, but he was basically like, and then Donald Trump got COVID, not got COVID, but he had led the country through COVID, and he spoke completely in the past tense as if COVID's gone. Technically, it is. I mean, like the numbers are higher than ever. <laughs> Who get? No, they're not. I've uh, seen them at one eighty for uh, like <laughs> half the year. They've been at one eighty and they You're, haven't moved an inch. Okay, this is a, it is a hoax. You know what? Herman Cain's guy is right. You're right. He is. Yeah. But can we also like talk about the the herd immunity and how fucking stupid that is? Like. What do you think is going to actually happen? Like, if they were to actually enact that, which I don't think anybody would go for it, honestly, but I'm sure some people, those open up America people would. But if they read the room and see that, like, most people don't actually want to die, they would see that most people are not going to, like, welcome being forced to, like, get out there without masks to try to actually get it. I mean, that that is what Republicans have signed up for, or I should say conservatives, maybe Republicans by large. Um, 
they've signed up for that idea though of just let's take our masks off let's just group up together let's have fun because they're stupid it's like let's let's do herd immunity with like tuberculosis do they not understand like that some diseases are just we don't know shit about this thing i like i think i told you i joined a covid support group just because i was curious and there's people who've had it for five months now like Tons of them. There's thousands. And all the data now is showing that literally 30% of all people who get COVID are likely to have a systemic disease the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's that learning for you. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking call yeah, it. You shouldn't have gotten the goddamn sick. Should have worn your mask. Why is it that the Democrats or liberals or I don't know right thinking people um why are we trying to protect conservatives like why don't we just like everyone just who just that that's not conservative or just we went for like a month or two months we all just close our eyes and cover our ears and lock ourselves in our house and let the conservatives just do whatever they want for like two months and then they just die out uh and and that's the problem is solved you know like it just like you know like it, it will it, it will work its way it, it, that's how we should get a herd, herd immunity is just let the conservatives i mean kill i think each that, other. that's kind of happening to some degree like the people that are out there living their best lives mask free saying it's a hoax are you know likely a lot of them getting covid well the only issue is is that uh, they're. I mean, they should actually have a lockdown. I mean, there should be an official lockdown, but it should be like not mandatory. Like you can sign up on a thing saying I, I I am going to go to the lockdown, so your business doesn't fire you or whatever. You're protected in those regards, but you can lock down. And then some people can say, ah, no, I'd rather not. And they can they can go around doing because that's the problem is right now. Um, the people who are getting infected are just going around and infecting other people that are trying not to get infected they're trying to do the best the best things they can to just like stay away um i think they should go to like the island of molokai and put bells around their necks and just go live their best life over there just let's just ship them to one of those like they can go live on epstein's island <laughs> they would love that too i know yeah, they would and no supplies no supplies yeah well they are the supplies they have to just eat each other <laughs> i always like a good cannibal story thank you for like working that one in what's the last thing you expect to see in the final moments before you land at an airport godzilla ufo invasions well i've got something to add to that list because there's something weird flying over lax these days we'll tell you all about it in our what in the weird segment at the end of the show but you won't have to wait very long to hear a big dose of weird as we bring you strange stories about mutated gods, truly lunatic conspiracies, and much more after the break. Glory be and grace giving to all. It's a new day, so why bear the burden of joint or back pain any longer? Rather, you could be pain-free with one dose of M. Nitty's Peace at Last Body Healing and Soul Rejuvenation Formula. The Peace at Last Healing Elixir is made with all-natural, non-GMO, locally sourced organic ingredients, which have all been humanely cultivated to enhance and activate its apotropaic powers. But don't take my word for it. Try it yourself. 
Call the number on your screen and we'll ship a bottle of Amity's Peace at Last Body Healing and Soul Rejuvenation Formula to you for free. That's right, totally free. What do you have to lose? With one sip, your pain will fade away as a curtain of soul rejuvenating oneness embraces your body and draws you upward toward the magical light of natural healing. People weren't meant to feel pain, and thanks to Mnitty, now there's a cure. So what are you waiting for? Mnitty's Peace at Last Body Healing Elixir will turn your miserable life of pain into a glorious experience of soul-rejuvenating oneness with the universe. Don't wait any longer to experience peace at last. And we're back. Eldritch horrors, bizarre cults, and the insane acts of their demented followers are all the topics we explore when we investigate God's Ugly Children. The thing has no name, or it needs no language. Twisted, half-human monstrosities stalk the flesh-ridden halls, protecting their gestating god. Clay figure of a mutated head that dates back almost 3,000 years may be a rare depiction of Yahweh, the God of the Bible. Israelites were forbidden from creating images of Yahweh, and this figure might explain why. The tiny two-inch tall figure looks like a cosmic hybrid creature with bulbous eye stalks, pierced ear flaps, a pointy animalistic nose, and a coy smile. What it finds so funny has been lost to time, but I imagine it has something to do with eating a bunch of human souls. The figure was discovered in the ruins of a large building that may have been a palace at the site of Kerbet Kiafa in Israel. Yosef Garfinkel argues that this is the only figurine found at Kerbed Kiafa that dates back around 3,000 years, and it was found in a building that may be a palace. The time period around 3,000 years is important since it's the time period when many events in the Hebrew Bible may have taken place. So, I pose it to you. Uh, is this evidence of Yahweh worship, or is this just evidence uh, that monsters are real? Tiwi. Is this... Uh, uh, you've seen the picture now, I'm assuming. You finally caught up. It. You're looking at the yeah. monster head. I see it. Is that Yahweh? Is that a god? Or is that some like, kind of thing? How do you get to God? I feel like, is I mean, what if it was like, you know, just a figurine, like someone's just decor? How do you know that this is evidence of anything? Couldn't agree more. Like, how is, like, it just seems like some dick is just sitting on his porch whittling. It could be like the Banksy of 3,000 years ago. Exactly. Like, how do we know what this is? It's God, folks. It's, mm. And not, not only that, it's the monster God that rules us all. I feel like just yeah. because something sustained the test of time doesn't m give it, like, extra importance from the actual time period that it was in. Like, you know, just because this thing exists doesn't make it... Like that it was that important. Well, now you're forcing me to go into the article because he actually states <laughs> why, like further evidence okay. that I didn't think I would need. <laughs> uh, Bust it out because I'm not convinced. <laughs> you, uh, you you don't think that's Yahweh? I mean, come on. <laughs> that's exactly what Yahweh looked like. That's why people follow because they're fucking shitting their pants. <laughs> you know they're what like, it looks oh, like? Oh, shit. 
It looks like a really bad, like, third graders ceramic um, depiction of Bart Simpson. Exactly. Like, it looks like some <laughs> some some fucking nose picker, like, what comes home and is like, Mom, look, I made you an ashtray. And his mom's like, great. This is amazing. I'm going to put it on the goddamn table, you ass. Well, now I can't get to this article because I need a fucking subscription. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that settles it. This is not Yahweh. Uh, but he, Joseph Garfinkel said. Oh, that makes it true. To, to paraphrase that uh, he was the, the figure, the monster figure was found also in the room with like a horse. And I guess there's some folklore that suggests that Yahweh rode horses oh and God. it was a palace. So <laughs> like he's the only horse. one that rode horses? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's a monster head, okay? And so, you know, of course, he's not a normal man. I would get that. I would get that if they, they, they looked anything closer to a normal human being that I would say, okay, yeah, they, they're probably just, they're screwing around and they don't know how to, you know, do something. It's just a toy. But, uh, this is clearly a monster head, and that means it's a god. No. It's clearly no. It's someone's nightmare fuel. No. They're like, they saw this thing. They Have you taken thing art history? No. They like people the way they made <laughs> art back then was not like, oh, it's so it depicts what you think it's gonna depict. It's like this weird shit, and you're like, oh, okay. People are like, that's what this is. But I don't know how they determine that. And this is one of just add this into the the mix. This is just another third graders ashtray that we're gonna call Yahweh. I think it is Yahweh. I think we're looking straight into the eyes of God, right? I mean, this, <laughs> it honestly looks more like a, like a cow's head. Yeah. It does. It's probably a cow's head. And the fact that it's by a horse, I mean, come on. Oh, do you see a lot of cows riding horses? No, but they no. hang out together. Gods ride horses. Okay. Everyone knows that. So the ancient aliens thing, uh, oh, for the most part, I'm not really into, but the ideas that they kind of like skirt around is that they, they, they take all the legends and myths and religious supernatural stuff and they pretty much say, okay, well that all happened, but it was UFOs. I go the other way and I think I, I'm like, okay, well maybe that actually did happen, but they are monsters like HP Lovecraft God things that came and it like swirled their tentacles all over people and you know spat on them and gave them powers or whatever uh and i feel like this figurine is proof of that but you also have also like the other ancient cultures like the kachina these spacemen that came down with their weird monster heads uh yeah yeah that's what i think this is these are these are this is evidence of the mont our monstrous past Silence. (laughs) (laughs) Such an impassioned speech for a third grader's ashtray from like the you know seven thousand BC. I see divinity in this this ashtray. And the smile. Look at the smile. How like Hey, so did his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, yeah. Well, I guess I I, I maybe I maybe I'm just yeah, I I'm a parent. Maybe that's what I'm seeing, but I I see in that smile. I see that he's like, ha, 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 "I'm not an ashtray. I am your god. <laughs> Let me eat your soul." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
moving on from the idea that we are all just slaves to a uh, soul-eating, bovine-headed god, uh, let's talk about uh, a different kind of cult. The, the bleach priests, as I like to call them. In 2013, the FDA issued 10 warning letters to firms selling unproven medical products with false or misleading claims to protect against influenza. In 2014, seven warning letters were issued for unproven and fraudulent Ebola products. In 2020, that number has predictably ballooned to more than 700. That's because the FDA launched a new program called Operation Quack Hack, to stop fraudulent sales of fake coronavirus medications. Of course, in these sane times, you can count on Americans to rally and seek out ways to protect one another. Yeah, nope, not nope, the opposite not happened there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, several outside-the-box health activists are now voicing their anger at the new crackdown. Uh, one Clark Hansen, a naturopath medical doctor from Arizona, told USA Today, The healthcare system in this country is rigged against inexpensive, safe, and effective natural remedies in favor of expensive pharmaceutical drugs. The U.S. medical system is ignoring any treatment that's not patentable and therefore cannot provide a multi-billion profit for some giant healthcare company. Most recently, the quack hack has arrested two sons of a nut job named Mark Gurnan for continuing to sell what he calls his miracle mineral solution, also known by normal people as bleach. He claims that it can cure COVID-19, among other things. Gurnan, who is the founder of Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, avoided being arrested with his sons, alongside his sons, uh, because he was in Colombia. Um, so what, what do you guys think about this, about the quack hack? Um, I will say I'm of two minds. Uh, clearly you need to get the quacks away, but I do, I mean, here's the thing, uh, maybe I'm just showing my nut, my, my nut job colors here, but I kind of agree a little bit with uh, Clark Hansen that the FDA can be somewhat corrupt and why do we just instantly uh, just say, okay, yeah, whatever you say is good is good. Let's get that COVID vaccine in all of us tomorrow. As someone who has literally never worked with the FDA ever in my entire life, never, never, it's not what I do. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I hear, I hear that sometimes people don't do quality work. I've never seen this myself, but I've heard that. I've heard that people sometimes just don't don't do all reliable the reliable sources. Sets. Yeah, reliable, very reliable sources. I trust them. I trust them as almost I trust my own eyes. They uh, have seen you know some shoddy work um, for safety, and drugs get approved that later turn out to be a little problematic. Um, I'm not going to name drugs, but there, if you right. look, you know, there's there's drugs out there that were approved by the FDA who doesn't do as rigorous a process from what I hear as you might think, being that they are a large organization. <laughs> and we also know that, like, you know, in the FDA approval system, uh, you know, it's a pay to play system. You know, if you have oh, a little 100%. bit more money, you can rush through the research process. You can uh, kind of dictate the terms as well. I've heard they have expedited review for a certain amount of money. See, Jax, did you have thoughts about the FDA? <laughs> no, no. I, 
I have immense experience with the FDA, unlike Oh, do you? Please unlike, share. Please unlike share. you, but I yeah. don't want to talk about it for fear of uh, making you guys uncomfortable with the wealth of knowledge that I'll bring to the table. About, oh, okay. About okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I would be very uncomfortable with my lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Clearly, selling bleach to people is fucked up and we need someone out there to you know bash heads in for that but at the same time just simply saying oh thank god the fda's on the fucking uh yeah no on the beat yeah i don't know just i i don't necessarily think that yeah go ahead fda keep your your quack hack going because they're going after the the low-hanging fruit you know they're going after a guy selling bleach uh or colloidal silver what god knows what I bought some colloidal silver. You have colloidal silver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. You're a quack. Um, I love myself uh, an herbal remedy or whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. Not herbal, but I like myself a naturopathic remedy. Well, you're going to be soon. I'm sure so sure soon the, the FDA <laughs> will become knocking on your door and trying to steal it all. Um, so, good job. All right. I, I feel like we put a pin on that. The FDA sucks. Next up, we catch up with the strange absurdities hatching inside the minds of everyday people in our segment, Oh, the Audacity. Oh, God! The impudent! No! The unmitigated God! Oh! You tell me it's not true. The Audacity! Former Chiefs running back Larry Johnson is quite familiar with saying dumb shit. In the past, he's tried to draw links between the death of Kobe Bryant and Aleister Crowley's Thelema by way of curious pretzel logic comparing two dissimilar images and demanding you see the connection. But his most recent descent into lunacy has him trying to deny that Chadwick Boseman died of cancer and was instead killed by... I don't even know. Uh, the Disney Illuminati elite, perhaps. Um, you, you just put your own thing in, but he didn't die of cancer because there's no way a rich person could die of cancer. So w- what is your instant reaction to this, Tiwi? That, uh, <laughs> that yeah, a nut job is, I don't know, spreading conspiracies. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of makes me sad. Like, just uh he was obviously affected by this death that he finds it hard to believe um yeah i don't know uh the the conspiracy part it's just it's all kind of sad actually <laughs> so, you, so you think that you think that it's just it, this is coming out at because of an overloaded sense of empathy yeah yeah that's an interesting take <laughs> Not, not that he's mentally ill. <laughs> I don't think he's mentally ill. You're not mentally. People who believe conspiracy theories aren't mentally ill. They're just uh, not good at the deciphering of facts. Uh, as you er- heard earlier about my belief in ancient gods being cosmic deities, <laughs> monster deities, clearly people who believe in conspiracy theories are mentally ill. So, um, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jack, do you watch the sports? Do you even know who? Uh, do you do you yeah, know? Of course, I, I should admit, I don't know who the fuck Larry Johnson is. I don't know is. who he, this guy he, is. He's either. just a guy. Yeah. He's just named. Yeah, he was a Chiefs running back. Uh, if I remember right, he broke his neck, or maybe that's a different guy. But mm. um, that's uh, awful. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Larry Johnson. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anybody gives a shit what Larry Johnson has to say, so he can spew all the stupid shit he wants to say. That's how it starts, Jax. Larry Johnson also said that Dwayne Wade sacrificed 
his tra- transgender son um, he had outside of a marriage. So, so wait, does this person know, exist, or is he just like creating a child that doesn't exist and saying that they got sacrificed? Because I feel like <laughs> it's pretty evident if one of these. <laughs> Unless Larry Johnson, and here's the thing, maybe the world of sports is really fucked up, and we just don't know. You know, these guys are paid lots of money, and I have a lot of fucked up ideas about people who have lots of money. Uh, You know, it's either completely bullshit, which I, you know, I think us normies are led to believe it's bullshit, but, you know, Larry Johnson, he may have been like, he may have seen some shit, and he's probably, you know, he might be a little affected, you know, he's like, oh, shit, you, you don't, all you guys are like, Dwayne weighed this, Dwayne weighed that, do you know that he <laughs> fucking sacrificed his transgender son outside of his marriage? There's, like, too many of these. I feel like yeah, I had we, a little empathy for him, and now I'm just like, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to head over to or, like, yeah. or he's, like I said, mentally fucking ill. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would call it mental illness as much as maybe, like, trauma like to the head <laughs> is that mental illness mm. i don't know if that qualifies it that's like uh what is it cte i don't think that's considered mental illness so no. i think it's uh it's, it's a, like a it's trauma related neural injury yeah. Yeah. yeah i think maybe that <laughs> all right well <laughs> moving on from that just shit show uh to another one that I thought was very timely, and this is what lured you back into the the studio. That is Britney Spears. For people who don't know, um, there has been this conspiracy, I don't know what you call it, activism, this moment, this movement um, of Britney Spears fans who have been very concerned about her 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 current like situation and which means that she apparently is in a not conser- is it a conservatorship conservatorship right yeah. yeah yeah she's in a conservatorship which means that she has no control of her life technically yeah um and that it was court ordered but her fans believe that whatever happened in the past now that she, now she's effectively becoming a prisoner in her own life like she can't by her father so it's the movement's called free britney and they're very concerned about it and um every time britney spears has one of these uh i guess conservatorship renewal processes mm-hmm. um you know uh people start thinking like well maybe this will be the time she gets out whatever and Britney Spears herself, I guess, has said that like the free Britney thing's real. She's she's basically saying that like I am a prisoner. Um, Tiwi, this mm. is you're the you're you're the pop culture beat. Uh, <laughs> fill us in. What the hell is going on with free Britney? So Britney Spears, I'm not an expert on this by any means. This is just my casual knowledge of this. But Britney Spears was put in a conservatorship, I think, after the head shaving episode, which was like 2008 or something. So it's been a while. Um, And I think to get put into this kind of um, control or a situation like you're going to court like with, you know, experts with diagnoses like that are being sustained. So she obviously has some sort of diagnosis that is serious enough that requires a conservatorship by the courts. Like the courts are obviously saying, yeah, she she needs this. Um, she has been admitted before. We don't know what, because obviously that's none of our business. And I think her fans are just kind of curious because everybody, you know, likes to know what everybody else's business is. But then also she recently has been posting on social media and people say that her posts are like eerie and sad 
they're kind of just weird, honestly. I feel like you would actually like them. Um, maybe not. She's just like, <laughs> does she just dances around and does weird things. Or she'll play like, there was one where she played this weird song that didn't, ma- it was like a... Um, like dichotomous because it was like the song didn't match her actions like it was weird like the song was like really sad and she was like smiling and jumping around it was weird um Mm. she does that a lot and she sometimes looks like disheveled she posts a lot of videos but the conservatorship i think um the fans think that she should be freed like she should be free to do as she pleases. Also, they don't trust her father. And then as far as like famous conservatorships go, if you know about Amanda Bynes, who was, I think, also under conservatorship, um, I think also with her dad. Was she in a conservatorship? Well, anyway, she yeah. had a, a, a wow. mental break as well. I think people think it's like that. Like some people, I think, believe that it's a situation where it's like she doesn't really need this. I... I tend to think she probably does because I don't think the courts would like continue to do this to her um, unless there they're was. In, they're in on the conspiracy. They're getting some of that money. I'm sure her dad. Well, is, the weird is... thing is like her, her sons are also free Britney people. And that's the other thing. So it was also, I think her brother. Yeah. Her brother also is a supporter of the Free Britney movement. The lawyer adds, far from being a conspiracy theory or a joke, as James reportedly told media, in large part, this scrutiny is a reasonable and even predictable result of James's aggressive use of sealing sealing procedure over the years to minimize the amount of meaningful information made available to the public. I think that's her dad they're talking about. Yeah, James is her dad. So her dad um, has sealed all the information. So people don't really know what's going on. I think people really just want to know. Well, it's also weird too because like Britney Spears herself. So she she was for a temper for or for a while she wasn't underneath her dad's conservatorship. It was under I guess her lawyer or her manager, an appointed or person. Yeah, yeah. And she she was trying to go and say I want to stay under this person. Yeah. Um, which to me is like okay. Well, then I feel like. Y- I don't know. It just seems like a weird situation where the this outside body is like, no, we're just going to keep putting you under your father, even despite the fact that you don't want to be that. And we had someone that was we we saw we deemed as, as qualified that you like, but fuck you, you're I guess. A See, that's the quack. part where I definitely agree. Which is also the interesting thing that piqued ACLU's interest, and now they are also on the free Britney move. They would like to help her get out of her, um, well, not get out of her conservatorship, but get what she wants, where she has the appointed person as her conservator rather than her father. And her father also, I think the co-conservator now is her sister. So that just recently happened. I also don't quite understand how she she was under the conservatorship when she was here in Las Vegas doing her show. That's why people, that's when it started, because they said she was a slave, because he forces her to work as part of the conservatorship. She had to earn money. And supposedly she's not even allowed to, like, she's not allowed to drive herself. She's not no. allowed to do, like, anything or spend her own money. She has to ask to use her own money. I mean, that's, that is weird. Well, and also <laughs> really she, weird. apparently her sons, I think, said that she doesn't want to perform. And I think her brothers also said that she does not want to perform. And they had made her do that before. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting story. Um, and I guess that's why people want to, like, break that seal open and say, <laughs> hey, look, we want to we want to look inside because this is weird. We need answers. It um, is weird. But I guess she could be more forthcoming. I know she's not allowed to talk to anybody. Um 
she could be more forthcoming about like you know the the particulars, but. Something's, I, I mean, really, I think is, something really is probably wrong with her, but yeah. like she probably is having some sort of, you know, mental health issue that requires oversight, but mostly because I think what if you think back to when this happened, what happened before she got this? There was this predatory guy who came into her life out of nowhere. I think I forgot his name, um, but he's done it to a few other like celebrities at the time. And he took control of her money. He started like basically controlling her and that's why she's in a conservatorship because she does not she's not operating of sound mind like she's prey this is the thing like to get into that situation you have to be significantly mentally ill right like she's definitely got some issues (laughs) it's it's not like they're just like "Eh, you made some bad decisions so we're gonna take that away like people have the right to make their bad decisions you have to have there has to be a significant showing and a continued significant showing that she has um, big problems. So when people are like, you should let her do her thing. I mean, I I don't know. I'm of the, I'm of the mind. I think she becomes prey again. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, shave head Brittany and like smashing windows with the umbrella is something that, you know, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not like a fan or anything, but I mean, I I think everybody was like, so today at some point she's going to kill herself. I mean, I think that that was the road she was marching down and then this changed it. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's not enough information out there to say like she should be able to be off of it or not off of it. I was just going to say, I think that just based on the fact that it's been sustained so long and that she has had some inpatient admissions and obviously there's like a diagnosis that's like keeping this going. um, I think she probably does need it. And but I think that it does not need to be her father. Like, that's where it gets like odd. And I think wasn't there at one point in time, her father was really ill, which was when that other person stepped up. Right. And I think they were even saying like the mother was even more on Britney's side than the father. There's just some weird stuff there. There's like weird family dynamics. Well, you're you're both off base because the truth of the matter is, is that Britney Spears has been a victim of the mk ultra mind control program yeah, uh, that's obvious authored by disney um when she was a mouseketeer and put through the process the hollywood process uh where they milked her for adrenochrome and that long-term process of being milked and destroyed mentally to to be a hollywood slave is why britney spears is the way she is now and probably being silenced because uh, they don't want her speaking out about the 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 Disney Illuminati Hollywood Matrix. I mean, that it makes so, sense, <laughs> right? It's it's all right there. It's all if you if you can know how to put the letters together, it spells it all out. Mm-hmm. Is it did uh, <laughs> is this from Larry Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> I am currently tweeting back and forth with Larry Johnson about his opinion on Free He's Britney. Like, oh my God, and, I agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he came back with that gem and I was like, thank you, Larry. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a man violating LAX airspace. And if you think this is just a routine piloting error, well, think again. We'll try to shed some light on this mystery in our What in the Weird segment after the break. This 
This is your weekly KDLU Community Bulletin. On Tuesday, there will be a meeting of the rightful elect held at the Church of the Elder Cathedral on the corner of East Wilson and Center Streets across from Trojan Park. Leaders will be discussing the progress and economic impact of their exalted population manifold project. Residents are encouraged to visit and enjoy fresh food and beverages. The meeting is scheduled to start at 4 p.m. There will be another vigil at Pahrump Valley High School for the 23 miners still trapped in the Lazar Element 115 mine. Anyone wishing to donate to the Family Fund can find information on the KTLU website. Finally, Saturday will be the one-year anniversary of the Shadow Mountain incident. A memorial will be held by city officials in remembrance of that tragic field trip. Sheriff Worley is also expected to announce an increase in amount of the reward for any information or clues that might lead to the whereabouts or safe return of the missing children and teachers. And that's been this week's Community Bulletin brought to you by this station and Von Daniken Funeral Homes. Live life to the fullest. We'll take care of the rest in peace. Only on KTLU Pahrump. On August 30th, several pilots on separate flights landing into LAX reported sighting an unusual object in their airspace. What they saw is the subject of our latest What in the Weird segment. So this, uh, I guess Fox 11 broke the story. Uh, there was some chatter on air traffic control over LAX. A flight was coming in in 1997, um, and it basically the pilot looked out his window and he said, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean, this guy's a... I, I need to know who this modern American hero is. So do I. And so instantly, Jax, I thought about the, the Gatwick um, drone incident we covered like a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, where supposedly like a couple drones had violated the airspace over Gatwick, which is interesting to me because the police there, they went crazy and they arrested two innocent people, but they still have this really robust investigation, like knocking down doors, trying to find these drone people who I should say they never found. I'm surprised that like, we don't know who Jetpack Man is right me now. Me too. It's weird. Because yeah. it's a jetpack. It, they didn't catch him? No. It's a fucking jetpack. Wow. <laughs> like, it's not like it's a drone and, 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 and. It has a... Yeah, doesn't it leave, like, a stream of gas behind it? You would think. No, it doesn't have to. The jetpack? No, well, so there's a, um, there's a guy named Jet, or goes by the name Jetman. Of course he does. He's, he's the only one that, right now, because there's a lot of people out there with, like, their own prototype jetpacks and shit like that, um, but he's the only one that actually has a, a kind of, like, a flying wing type thing that he basically straps himself to. And it can get pretty fucking high and, and fly for a, a pretty long distance. Um, it does not actually throw out like exhaust, like, like a plume of exhaust. In the advertising videos or the promotional videos, they have, they, they're able to like add a little kind of like canister on there you know, to throw gas like for, the, for like air, air shows and stuff like that. But they don't actually like send out exhaust. So if that's, they, they wouldn't be able to visually, I think, follow him by some kind of like contrail. But like, wouldn't you just have to look in in Los Angeles at the the like four people who own a right? jetpack like people. and just be like, hey, 
J- Jim, did you fly the jetpack over by the airport today? <laughs> right. By now, you know, yeah, the you, you your neighbors have already outed you. Like, oh, yeah, I know that Stanley has, uh, he's been building a jetpack in his garage for like seven years now. Uh, it has to be, check, go, 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 to, go to his house. Yeah, it's, the word should be out about the jetpack guy. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, no, think about it, though. If you're a jetpack guy, you probably don't, like, socialize. You probably really only work at night. I don't know. False. Maybe nobody no knows way. about jetpack guy. If you're a jetpack guy, you are beating the women away from you. Like, you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you do nothing but socialize because you have a fucking jetpack. Mm, right. Yeah, you probably have aviator glasses that are just, like, glued to your right. face because you're that rad. Exactly. They don't, they don't even glasses anymore. They're just your eyes. You have a jetpack. Which, fun fact, most women are looking for. That's true. You're yeah, right. we know. We know. You have a jetpack, mm-hmm. and we're not even talking about the numerous amount of flamethrowers that this guy has. And he, oh. pro- he probably drives a. He probably drives a G. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's like beating the tail I mean, away. He's irresistible. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Anyone that knows uh, these pilot types, these these garage uh, ty- pilot types, because uh, that's a thing. Anyone it's, who I'm knows. Sure it's, it's a niche that I'm not just making it anyone up. Anyone who's lucky enough to know one of these pilot types. <laughs> right. They're so they, they they're out there. They want people to know that they have a jetpack or that they're building some new experimental plane. They that's they don't want to keep that to themselves. They want they they're, they're publicizing this to anyone and everyone who doesn't want to know. They're gonna be at the bar. They're gonna sit next to you. You're just drinking your gin, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey man, uh, ever flown on a jetpack?" And you're like, "What? What? What, what are you talking about?" That's yeah. when you no, grab I, your drink one. and walk away. <laughs> walk walk away to the jetpack. Okay. Right, right. It's parked outside, man. You want to go fly? Of course, of course, I want to go fly. Um, so, so yeah, this guy is—he's a known figure mm. in L.A. That's the other thing too. Oh, okay. L.A. He's a socialite. He, Right, he's not self-promoting in L.A. That's all they do over there. That's all they do is just like, hey, man, I, you want to read my script? I got a jetpack. You can read it on the jetpack. So, this guy's from the Valley. Exactly. He's connected. They, people know who this motherfucker is, and they're protecting him. Mm. As they should. I mean, I, I do sympathize with Jetpack, man. I'm not going to say that, like, I, I mean, he is a modern hero, like you said. Uh, he's the, the, the he's what America needs right now is this kind of a Robin Hood of the skies. Um, but I would also say if you live in the L.A. area or are planning to fly into LAX, <laughs> reconsider. Uh, because there's a maniac out there flying a jetpack around, and you know that's gonna uh, be grisly. <laughs> that's like PTSD guaranteed. Well, I mean, here's the thing: a drone, a tiny little DJI drone, can fuck up an airplane. Um, maybe not take it out of the sky. I mean, if you like flies through the the, the cockpit, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's lights out, but um, it can like disable an engine. Here's the thing. A man in a giant jetpack, like, yeah. I mean, he could probably take off a wing. It, <laughs> like, it, it would, just, I don't think he would take off a wing. Uh, and, uh, but I do think that it would, it would be bad. 
That would be oh god, it would be gross. Why would you fly? Don't especially fly the window thing, if you're going to LA. Why would you takeoffs f- and landings are the like the 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 most <laughs> critical time um, when things just like any little thing can just like fuck up the the the, the whole deal. And then you have jetpack guy like, woo, look at me! And also he's like, no, and smashes. And yeah. that that plane, I feel like, is not it. It, it, it could be just yeah, lights out or just. Or, you know, a really good story to tell your kids. Gross. <laughs> I mean, we're running out of good stories. I'm just saying. If there's anything, like, if we're we're, to, we're all living through the same trauma, we all have the same stupid stories. Um, if you were the one person that survived a plane crash because a guy in a jetpack, uh, you know, took out your plane, you, you never have to buy a drink yeah, ever again. You just, You're you just, just elevated to coolest person in the room. Right, uh, you took on Jetpack Guy's fame. You're probably going to be buying a lot of drinks, <laughs> honestly. Like, you'll be <laughs> probably have an alcohol problem. Nah, <laughs> no. Nah. No one's ever affected by that shit. Yeah. You yeah. just come okay. out, you just dust yourself what? off and say, God damn. What is this? I got the story. Yeah, I'm an American. Yeah, America. And then you find the pair of aviator glasses when you get off the wreckage and you put them mm-hmm. on. And there's that, that sound from CSI, like, what? <laughs> and, then, and then you go yeah. buy a jetpack. <laughs> no, the jetpack finds you. Uh. <laughs> You're just standing there, and also just comes out of the rubble and just scoops you up and just flies off into the sky. Uh. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> you just hate America. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's the show. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> Enough said about that. That was great. Um, the show was not just thrown us. together either. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It just sounds that way. Because, <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know. I have PTSD now. Um, <laughs> You can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic on all the other socials. You can reach me via Twitter at Fiasco Jones. Tiwi, where can they reach you? Uh, I think I changed it. it uh, oh. <laughs> I don't God know. damn. I don't know. <laughs> I only have four followers, so nobody's trying to reach me. It's okay. It's all right. It's just mandatory. <laughs> okay. I think it's either uh, Jenny or Tiwi said stuff or something. At Tiwi said stuff. We'll just stick with that. Okay. Uh, Jax, are you still at Captain Jax 49? 458. There we go. All new episodes are posted to our YouTube account where you can find the full show notes. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. And until you hear from us again, so mote it be. So mote it be. So mote it be. Fly off topic.